Hey man, what should we do today? Uh, I don't know. What about listening to Outside Campus? Fuck yeah! Welcome to Outside Campus, Lafayette College's best and only podcast. Featuring Adam Bramson, Kyle Stout, and Cal Reichwine. Welcome to the show. Outside campus, what used to be a bi-weekly, once a week show is now like once every three months, but we're back and better than ever. It's your boys, Adam, Kyle, and Cal. Cal, say what up. <laughs> Cal's not here. Cal, uh... Cal kind of gave up on us, honestly. Stopped responding <laughs> to our texts, our calls. I don't even know who he is anymore. It's kind of just like, <laughs> how do you define a best friend when they become invisible? I just, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but Kyle's on the line. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. What up, brother? <laughs> how we been? What is, what is this, a 90s rap video? Yo, yo, yo. What up? <laughs> brother it's your brother from another mother here to give you another track God. that's my impression of a 90s a 90s rapper you know yo 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 you know how i do you know how we do <laughs> always making energy. raps dropping tracks in the back in the on back, a mac on a mac <laughs> oh, end that's it there. It. End it there that's a bar that's, that's a bar yo someone call up logic right now because we got a bar <laughs> That was good. Welcome, uh, welcome, listeners. This is the, this is the, Christmas outside campus episode. Outside campus, Christmas edition. We're so happy to have you back. We had, uh, we had a bit of a lull, a bit of a brief time apart, um, from all the listeners and the followers, and really putting stuff out there. Our last episode was episode eighteen, so that would make this one. Carry the one <laughs> nineteen, and then let me double check that. Little, uh, can you bring out the calculator, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. Just, just fact check that math for me, right, real quick. Checks out. Checks, Checks out. out. We're on episode nineteen now, the Christmas episode, and then we're gonna do one more episode uh, before twenty twenty ends, and that'll wrap up the year for us. That's that's twenty episodes in twenty twenty, and uh, then you know. Honestly, what this is becoming is more just like a fun best friend thing for me and Kyle to do because we know we know the <laughs> listeners are taking a huge dip right now. We know we're washed <laughs> up. We can't really talk about Lafayette shit anymore. It's kind of like, who is this podcast even for? <laughs> you know, I don't know. But I have fun making it, so fuck it. We're going to keep doing it. Uh, Kyle, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, yeah, buddy. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Thank you for that inclusion. That means a lot. Oh, of course. You know you're my guy. Um, you know you're my yeah. one Jewish friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're my one Jew friend that I'm allowed to have. <laughs> you're That's the it. one my Jewish person in my life. <laughs> All right, Kyle. You know the drill. One Jew a year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to reevaluate next season. <laughs> Might cut it down to zero, huh? Or you might bring in a new one. You might bring in a new one. I get that. You know, I, yeah. I have to stake my. You know, I have to show my value as a team player every year. Like, why am mm-hmm. I? Why am I still part of the group? Right. Like, why should I put the franchise tag on you? You know. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. You know? I mean, I think I think there's a lot of good reasons why you keep me around. Am yeah, I gonna name them all right now? No, no. It's, this is my time. I'm the host of the show. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I've been babysitting this kid. He's uh he's Jewish as well, and You're he's got a whole me. bunch. He's got a whole bunch of Legos. So like, 
You're telling me this kid has enough chutzpah to take my spot as the top Jew in Kyle Stout's life. I mean, he's offering Legos. What do you got to offer? You know? Well, I, I got uh, Legos, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I got, I got a PS4 with – I got a couple games <laughs> on it, you know? A Gabagool? I, I got the Gabagool. Uh, you know, my mom can make a mean uh, Kanish, so <laughs> – No, nah, she can't. She's never made a Kanish. Wait, you were talking about latkes? Yeah, potato latkes. So yesterday I was – Oh, is that potato latkes. pancake? Yeah, they're potato pancakes. And I oh, texted I like Kyle, those. I was like, hey, I can't talk right now. I'm eating latkes. And he's like, what the fuck is a latka? And I was like, I'll explain later. You you, you were speaking like someone who only has one Jewish person in their life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you, you've, you've ventured into Jewish food a couple of times. Remember that one time we took a little trip to Hillel? <laughs> yeah, that was a, a lot of fun. Got some schmear, some locks. That was On the first everything. time Kyle, uh, Kyle experienced a little Jewish breakfast with the bagel and shmear, some wax. So you throw some capers on there, some red onion. Mm. Or is that too, too, da- too dangerous for you? <laughs> too much Jew. <laughs> too, too much Jew. Uh, what an expression that is. One that only you and the Nazis would use. <laughs> too much Jew here. We need to, you know, do something about it. <laughs> uh that's so fucked up uh coming in hot this is supposed to be the christmas episode we are yeah let's let's celebrating christmas you're like yeah let's get off the jewish (laughs) this episode has been so anti-semitic so far so to anyone listening like i am jewish it's okay for me to make these jokes and i feel comfortable opening the space up for kyle because i know we're friends um, just want to get that out for the for the pc police out there I'm sorry. We're having a good time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, welcome to the Christmas episode of Outside Campus. Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Merry Christmas to you, Kyle. Merry Christmas to you, Cal, even though you're not here. Um, man, what does Christmas mean to you? Are you are you just so happy, so elated, so like – I know some some of you Christian people just like – you know, fully evolve on Christmas Day. You know, you got Mariah Carey's like Christmas music bumping. You're like opening the stockings. You're like, yeah, ham. We're gonna eat ham tonight. Is that what you guys do? You eat like a big hickory honey ham. I, think um, I saw that in the, in the movie once. We do, we do ham. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of ham. This year we are actually gonna do, we we're gonna do brisket. We we're gonna switch it up. Um, brisket, but that's as, fun. Yeah. My uncle has a, a smoker that, that he um, makes some pretty good meats in. But um, as I was just telling you, we got COVID in the family. So we're gonna it's going to be just us this year. So that was off the table. Um, that sucks. You got COVID and your uncle's a smoker. He's probably more at risk because he's a smoker. <laughs> I guess you could think about it that way. But um, yeah. So one thing we do do is. Do do. Do do. <laughs> but uh christmas eve we we all make pierogies as a family we usually get together and make pierogies at, at um my aunt's house um i think it's a greek tradition i think a lot of people do it jen DeLongis actually told me that she's making pierogies today too so you're not you're not alone in the pierogi business you guys should join yeah. forces and actually make a pierogi business <laughs> I was just thinking that. What would we call the business? Pierogies for your hoagies, um, and you'd give hoagies <laughs> filled with pierogies in them. There it is. Lock it that in. That's a million dollar that? idea. Can yeah, we patent that like right now? Let me, me patent that right now. Um, hold on, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. And it's patented. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> we just got Whoa. the guys. You just heard? We got the patent. <laughs> we did it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Pierogies for your hoagies. How about you, Adam? What are your Christmas traditions? Uh, well, thanks for asking, Kyle. Well, when I was a little boy, and being one of the few Jewish boys in town, I used to always get pretty lonely on Christmas. But what would always make me feel better is... You know, I would go to the local playground, right? And all the other kids in town would show up with, like, cartons of eggs and say, 
since your family's not drinking eggnog, here's some eggs. And just start <laughs> whipping them at me because I was, you know, the lone Jew not celebrating Christmas. And they just wanted to, like, humiliate me. So whenever I think of the holidays, I always just, like, curl up into a ball, drink some hot chocolate, and think about, you know, my time being bullied as a kid for being Jewish. And that's what makes that's the so nice. special for me. I'm I know. I, uh, I'm a very privileged person. <laughs> I'm so happy we all have these nice memories. We can kind of look back on it and talk about, you know. I know. And have no baggage or PTSD from it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, in full honesty, uh, I think for some reason, I think there's this weird, like, uh, aura about, like, Jews being the Ebenezer Scrooges of Christmas as, <laughs> as, as if it's almost like some sort of competition. Um which I hate because I think it like villainized us even more. Like, oh, you're not celebrating Christmas. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but um, I have no problem with Christmas. I mean, like, I-, I enjoy a lot of the traditions. Obviously, I don't like relate to the religious side of it at all. Um, or like the, the, I don't know, like the Christian. I mean, like, is Saint Nicholas like? Is that even like a Christian story, or is that more just like fantasy land? No, that's uh, that's fantasy land. Okay, yeah, I figured that well, was from the book of. So what? What it is is, so that's when um, that's when Jesus was born, right? Right. And the whole um, the whole presence thing comes from I forget exactly who they were, but three wise men came and brought him presents on on the day of his birth it was like brought jesus presents yeah so that's where like the whole presence thing comes from and what what were the gifts it was gold it was myrrh and incense i think and gold obvious you know that's like you know everyone wants gold what's myrrh though (laughs) you know um that's a good question Myrrh is. <laughs> what is myrrh, Google? <laughs> a natural gum or resin extracted from a number of small thorny tree species. All right, so you got gold, gum, and then what's incense? Incense is like the thing you burn and what? It like smells up the room? Yeah, because I know. I, also, Jesus was born in a stable, which I'm sure right. you've seen that. Yeah, so Jesus I'm, in a manger. I'm gonna go ahead and say the myrrh was to to make it smell better than than the cow poop. I'll tell you what; those are some shitty gifts for a, a one year old. <laughs> the, the gold is cool. Supposed to do the gold is cool. Like <laughs> ten years later, the myrrh and the incense. I mean, I mean to be completely honest, babies are just like they're living potatoes. <laughs> you know, like they they have no real thoughts or. Or memories, or uh, yeah, just keep them alive so, like, so that when those thoughts start forming, those words, you know. But let's be real. baby babies are just living potatoes. They're living. Potato yeah. What's the, what's the what's even the quality of life there? You know, do we cancel I don't, babies? I don't know. Do we cancel babies? Well, no, because it's a payoff. The payoff is the quality of life five, six, seven, eight, nine, 40 years down the road when you're down in Miami having a martini with the boys and you're like, do, Mar- do you guys have martinis <laughs> with, with the, the boys? boys? Bruise with the boys. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was thinking the 40 boys. Old, living in Miami maybe. And you're like, wow, I'm really On glad they didn't cancel babies. Because if they canceled babies, I wouldn't be having some bruise with the boys right now. So it's like, uh, it's like a, um, it's like a bond. You know, you invest like in a bond. bond. Yeah, like James Bond, exactly. I love those movies, man. <laughs> I love those wait, movies, bro. I wait, love them. Speaking of those kind of movies, did you see they're doing another Mission Impossible? Yeah, did you hear Tom Cruise's rant? Yeah. And I wish Cal was on for this because he loves the Mission Impossible movies. And I meant to send it to him and I forgot. Does he really? Yeah, he, he right, loves yeah. them more than anything. Well, if you need Cal to come on, I'm going to text him 
here's the thing. So Cal has been kind of a hermit lately. He's just nothing's wrong with him. He's just focused on his work and whatnot. He got rid of his iPhone, so he switched to like a what I imagine is like a Motorola flip phone or something. I think it's a razor. Really bad at responding. It's a razor, yeah. And so I'm just gonna text him right now. Yo, what are you doing right now? (laughs) Kinda need a friend right now, man. Would really appreciate it all. (laughs) Because that's probably the best. (laughs) I know it sounds terrible, but that's like the best. I guess opportunity for me to actually get him on the podcast right now. Wait, wait, wait. But what you should do is, don't tell him he's on the podcast. Just start talking to him. I'm not gonna tell him. I'm not gonna tell him he's on the podcast. Why, why, get, not, why would I do that? I need to get tell, him on the phone yo, first. You should tell him you're like super upset because they heard they're shutting down the Mission Impossible, like because Tom Cruise's no, 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 boy no. wasn't wearing a mask. Okay, fine. I'll say I'm gonna say love you, bro. Seriously. Also, we need to talk about Mission Impossible. <laughs> Please call me. All right, well, we'll see. It's 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 a desperate way to get him on the podcast. It's shameless, but I I don't give a shit at this point. I think it would be <laughs> hilarious. He's still our boy. I love him. No, he's, he's one of our best friends. He's just like living in a different stratosphere. <laughs> uh, okay, so it, what I was saying earlier though is that I I've obviously like I don't relate as closely to christmas because i am jewish but i do think that it's a great holiday i love the holiday um and yeah it's not like i've you know my mom's not jewish so it's not like we've never had a tree or anything before you know um and and celebrate it and give give, giving each other gifts on the day because at the end of the day i think that's kind of what it's more about like i'm not connecting to the religious part i'm not going to church but why can't i just like have a nice day on christmas and (laughs) share some gifts and get into the spirit you know no there's nothing wrong with that now do you know the traditions of a jewish christmas uh not have one (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that's that's part of it not celebrate the holiday altogether but a jewish christmas typically which i've done before is you know, mm-hmm. fun um, is you eat Chinese food and go see a movie. You go to the movie. Really? Yeah. Um, it's been like that for a while, and like every Jewish person knows that and has probably done it. So um, I can't tell movie, if you're fucking with me or not. I swear to God, I swear to God, movie theaters are packed usually on Christmas, but obviously it's different this year. You know, people will watch movies inside. Wonder Woman's actually coming out tomorrow, so I think I might watch that. But all the NBA what movie? games are Wonder Woman. Wonder oh, Woman right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. I so did see that. I might, I might watch that. It's like my little my Jewish Christmas movie. But also all the NBA Wait, so games I have a, are playing tomorrow. I have a question for you. I saw like an Instagram poll the other day. It was like for Jewish people. It was like, do you get offended when someone says like Merry Christmas? Or like if a company has an advertisement that says like Merry Christmas instead of like Happy Holidays. I don't personally care, you know, because it's like if it's Christmas, say Merry Christmas. You know, there aren't any other holidays on Christmas Day, are there? I mean, I don't know if there are. But if, if Christmas, right, is the only holiday on Christmas, then say Merry Christmas because it's not Happy Holidays. Right. <laughs> it just means right. when it's Hanukkah, also say Happy Hanukkah. Right. But we I don't need that. to combine the two. I don't, I, I'm not, I, I don't really get that offended by that stuff. I don't really give a shit, you know. I mean, I don't give a shit about anything. I'm just like really cool like that. So it doesn't mean, like nothing matters, <laughs> you know. See, I was um, curious to find out the results of the poll, but I, I couldn't vote. Because you know? you're not a Jew. Right. I didn't want to me- I didn't want to skew the, the data. Right, right. But the I the irony there is that you have to vote in order to see the results. Mm-hmm. Which is annoying. But that's Instagram mm-hmm. for you. All right, now let me give you a little history lesson on why Jews eat Chinese food on Christmas, okay? okay. I'm not lying, this is true. So why do Jews eat Chinese food on Christmas? 
Some attribute this culinary tradition to Chinese restaurants being the only ones open on Christmas. But the truth, Kyle, is more nuanced. It actually says Kyle in the text. It knows I'm <laughs> reading this to you. The story begins in the early 20th century when Jewish and Chinese immigrants were two non-Christian groups living side by side in nearby Manhattan neighborhoods. So you got the Jews and the Chinese living in uh, the outskirts of Manhattan, feeling isolated because mm. they're not Jewish. While Christians were at church or gathering for family meals, Jews and Chinese communities were linked by their otherness on Christmas. Neither had yet assimilated into American culture or celebrated the holiday. Today, most American Jews no longer feel like the other, but enjoying Chinese food on Christmas has become its own unique tradition. There are countless restaurants across the country which even feature a Jewish Christmas dinner with dishes combining Chinese and Jewish recipes. So it all comes from, you know, Jewish immigrants and Chinese immigrants living in America feeling on the outskirts and kind of coming together and fusing, uh, well, I guess, I don't know, um, perspectives during a time where they both felt isolated. So the more you cool. know, I the more you know, and and therefore I, uh, I love eating the egg roll on Christmas, but I, but I, uh, but I don't think I'm eating egg rolls today. So. Wait, so now I have another question. So, where does the movie part fit in, or is that just something that? I think Jews just love movies. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just another thing to do. And and what's better? And all the movie theaters, you know, they're they're not as packed because it's just Jews. And there's only do you know do you know what the percentage of Jews are in America? Uh, eighteen. Nope. Lower. Nine. Lower. Four. Lower. No way. Two. Two percent of America is Jewish. Wow. That's how I like my milk. Yeah. That's how a lot of people like their milk. That's what they call us. Two percent Jewish. The milk of America. (laughs) (laughs) And do you know do you know how much of a of the world is Jewish? It's gotta be a higher number, no? No. Lower. One <laughs> lower, half a percent. Oh, half a percent. <laughs> <laughs> half a percent. I think it's half a percent. <laughs> it is point two percent. That was actually Mickey Mouse just came down in my basement. That wasn't me. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. He, he was like, "Oh, half a percent. I think there's <laughs> half a percent of Jews. I'm Mickey. Oh, there are there aren't that many Jews in the world." <laughs> but there are a lot of mice. Uh-huh. I'm going way too far with this. Wrigley. Oh my god, my dog's getting riled up by my Mickey Mouse voice. Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee. He's like, wait, so you're back? Is- you're back at home, yeah? I'm back home in Massachusetts, man. You know, seeing the family. Um. Yeah, my brother's here. My mom's here. Oh, nice. My dad's here. Well, we're all in different places, but. You know the drill. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Lee Wrigley's here. Hope was here a week ago, which was really nice having here to here, having her here too. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, it's good to be it's good to be home with the fam during the the holiday season. You know, wrap it up, wrap up the twenty twenty year. And uh, yeah, man, I was home for you. Do you, you have any? The whole. Do you... What's that? What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) Say what you said. I was going to ask if you have any New Year's plans. I do have some New Year's. You know, I'm – here's the thing. Like with – obviously with COVID and everything, like it it makes me tense about everything. Mm -hmm. If I can get together with a small group of people, nothing's safe. You know, nothing – every – it's like – Oh, we safely got together and made sure everyone was safe. Oh, it's like, listen, just getting They're together not. means it wasn't safe. So, right. But um, there is a proposed plan of a couple soccer guys hanging out with a couple of field hockey girls in New Jersey on New Year's. 
which uh, really yeah I might do that where in Jersey uh, um I have no idea it's wherever Anna Buzzard lives I might be in Jersey as well well, I'll see if we can extend the invite your way. You know, it's kind of a closed list right now, but um, I might be able to add you as like a, not necessarily a plus one, but like a bodyguard that hangs outside the whole time. That's what I figured. I can do that. I can bulk up by then. <laughs> Just drink my 2% yeah, like, milk. You got a, literally a week. <laughs> I can bulk up. I can bulk up by then, yeah. I can put on weight mad fast. Look at me, Kobayashi. Does he do that? Right, I feel like... bad. I don't know. He eats mad hot dogs like instantly. Oh. I feel bad anyways. This is the Christmas episode. And we're really limiting the Christmas conversation. I, I went on Yeah, let's get back to it. Judaism. Tell me some of your favorite Christmas things. Some of your favorite like Christmas. Um, do you have any favorite Christmas stories from the past, dude? That would be this would be a great time to share. Favorite Christmas stories, man. I, honestly, I was thinking about this earlier. And I, like maybe favorite Christmas gifts. Sure. What, I'd are, say, what are some of your favorite Christmas gifts? Because at the end of the day, that's what the holiday is about, right? Just like getting stuff. <laughs> well, like when I think of Christmas Day itself, nothing super extravagant, I think, has happened. You know? Yeah. Like we kind of do the same thing every year. Like we go to we go to my grandparents' house and then... You know, we do our own thing here, and then we have our cousins come over and, and stuff like that. Um, so nothing, like, really extravagant in that sense, I don't think. But, like, when I was a kid, I remember when I got my GameCube, I was so, I was so excited. Oh, yeah. And then another year, another year I got this, like, big, it was, like, an electronic, like, football game where there was, like, two ends. It was huge. It was, like, a, it was like a foosball table, right? Like, that size. Uh-huh. Yep. And, um. There was a joystick on each end, and wow. basically there was just little, like light up football players across the whole field, and wherever you'd move your player, like that next peg would light up. You know what I mean? So it's like electronic foosball. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, and how long did it so take those, to break? Yeah, I was gonna say it didn't take too long. <laughs> it lasted like it was cool. It lasted for like three weeks. Uh, <laughs> Um, well, for Christmas this year, we got our fifth dog. Did yeah, I tell you that? Wow. Yeah. The dogs are starting to outnumber the humans in the Stout family. It's, it's we, uh, close. we had to legally, um, file to be a kennel. So <laughs> we now own a small business. Um, we actually didn't get a fifth dog, by the way. Um, it's my sister's fiance's mom's right is that i don't know sisters fiancés moms yeah so it's your let's just say your brother-in-law's mom yeah so um they got her one for christmas and they just had it here um last night to you know just have a little dog party keep it a secret for the big day um so it's not there anymore no they just took it over i think the big days today (laughs) not christmas (laughs) <laughs> gotcha. But oh, right, right. Man, I'm trying to think. Any crazy Christmas stories? One thing I always enjoy is my sister is always very good with thinking of gift ideas for my parents. Like that's just something she's like been extremely good at. Um, like getting them stuff that they really need. So whenever that's we a like good, that's a good quality them, to have. It's so good. Like she's she's a really good gift giver. Um, she's a very thoughtful person, and it's always nice to see. You know the look like all my parents' faces whenever we give them something nice. You know they're very appreciative that, that as is, well. That is so sweet. You're such a kind guy. Like <laughs> no, it's really all my sister, and they're just like, "What are you willing to throw in the Christmas gift this year?" And I'm like, "Ah." Oh. Oh, here's Whatever. five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you pick out, I'm sure it'll be great. Let me know my cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is that, that is nice, though. It is always, like, rewarding giving your parents things and have, making them happy because, like, 
at least, you know, it's not like this with every family, but at least, you know, I, I know that me and you have both been privileged to have been given so much by our parents that mm-hmm. it feels nice to give back in some sort of way. Um, so, yeah, I totally get that, man. That's fun. Did, yeah. did you get them this, what'd you get them this year? Um, this year we actually, so there wasn't really anything that they needed per se, but I think one thing that they did kind of need was a little getaway cause they've been working from home and, you know, just been stressed out. So we're doing like a little, we got them a little family trip. Um, we, we rented a cabin up at a lake in Penn state, like state college area. Wow, and we're going to nice. go up there for a little bit. Yeah. So I think they're really it's a gift that. for the whole family. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be nice for us too. And I know they always really enjoy like quality family time and like playing games. And um, so that'll be really nice. It's like mid January, I, I think. I thought, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, we knew, we knew they needed a little trip. So we got them uh, a one way ticket, two week vacation to Sandals, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> you need to think this through in Jamaica's largest freshwater pool. What are you talking about? I got us tickets to Sandals, Jamaica. They needed a little trip, so we got them some psychedelic mushrooms. Um, <laughs> so that'll be fun. I did not expect that. That was good. Good comedic timing <laughs> because it's a, it's a, a drug trip. <laughs> really funny really funny yeah. by mr stout thanks man you're thanks, good man. you're good all right yo so we should i don't think kyle's gonna call in by the way um god damn it but <laughs> let's talk i really want to air this fucking tom cruise rant because it is the funniest <laughs> shit ever and i just i i let's give a little leeway basically what happened what do you want to explain it yeah, so I think what I watched it a couple of weeks ago, but I think I remember what it was was someone on set had their mask off, right? I think there were and, a couple of people who were like standing, either had their mask off or were standing a little too close to each other, like hovering around a computer. Um, yeah. And then that just lit off a fuse. Oh, yeah, it was hovering around a computer. It just yeah. lit off a fuse, and Tom Cruise just absolutely went ballistic at the chance that they could shut this movie production down. And. Lord knows Tom Cruise needs this Mission Impossible. Cause Lord knows that if Tom Cruise is not making Mission Impossible, the world <laughs> is probably going to end. I mean, it's been nonstop. Think about it, though. I don't know how long it takes to make those movies, but for the last... <laughs> Dude, the first Mission Impossible movie, when did it come out? Cal would know. Yeah, Cal would know. Well, I think impossible. what we could do is we could just edit the clip into Dude. this, I think, maybe, right? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm going to put it in. The first Mission Impossible movie came in 1996. Oh that means God. for the last 24 years, Tom Cruise <laughs> has just been making Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Movies. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. <laughs> it's pretty good. So what are you going to make this year? Mission Impossible 2 and then Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> oh, okay, 4, yeah. But so he's coming up on seven well he's technically he's making seven for 2021 and at the same time i think they're filming mission impossible eight as well because it says that release date is 2022 so from 1996 to 2022 that's 26 years tom cruise has been making will be have been making mission impossible movies i mean it's almost like he doesn't know who he is or what his life is without mission impossible movies so he saw these guys breaking pro- COVID protocol on set. And he's like, if this movie shuts down, what is the fucking point of Tom Cruise? <laughs> like, if there's no Mission Impossible, who even am I? So I'm going to explode and go off on you. Because if this movie fails, if this movie shuts down, <laughs> I will cease to exist. <laughs> and that's kind of, that's kind of the... That's not that's not the actual message he gives off. He he talks way more about how shutting the movie down would uh, uh, be terrible for the studio, the industry. Would lose a ton of jobs, and Hollywood's already like taking a huge dip because of COVID and uh, the film industry taking you know a major decline and everything like that. And that's kind of what actually motivates him. 
But it's, it's hilarious to think he looked at these people straight in the eyes and were like, they're trying to fucking take Mission Impossible away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes off. So yeah, bottom line is Mission Impossible is saving all of Hollywood as we speak. Mission Impossible is a go. And Tom Cruise will literally do whatever it takes to make it happen. <laughs> do you and think he walks around like you. a normal person? Like in regular day? Or do you think he's like ducking behind cover, like flying in helicopters to like go to the grocery <laughs> store, you know? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. And I think that that's like something that a lot of celebrities probably struggle with is like getting seen by the paparazzi and everything. I'm actually, have you ever seen the show Entourage? Yeah, I love Entourage. Unreal show. So I'm rewatching it all right now, and like you know, you see that happen a lot with the paparazzi trying to take yeah. photos of Vince, who's the main character, this like superstar actor. But I don't know. I, I'd like to hope that Tom Cruise can just like go to the grocery store and buy a nice pack of mandarin oranges and carry on <laughs> with his day. But I have no idea. I don't think he's like. <laughs> but also, I'm I'm thinking this guy has just become so consumed with action movies and Mission Impossible that maybe that. That's how, that's how he prefers to get around, jumping out of. He's also very him. small. Oh, he's tiny. That? He's tiny. My favorite, my favorite Tom Cruise, um, cameo, I would say is his Family Guy. Oh yeah. Have you seen that one? They put. Have you seen that one? <laughs> have you Have you seen that one? No, I have not. <laughs> they They pretty much make him the size of Stewie. He's like, <laughs> Stewie's little man. <laughs> You know something? You kind of remind me of Tom Cruise. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> you, you got me, man. <gasps> wow, Tom Cruise! You look, um, bigger in the movies. Wh what are you doing here? Oh, I get all my clothes from out-of-the-way toddler stores. Ooh, uh, you want an animal cracker? Sure. You got a lion in there? Oh, no. I eat those first. I like Tom Cruise in South Park is great. I'm going to add, like, sound bites of all of this, by the way. So we'll add the soundbite of Tom Cruise and Family Guy. Um, Tom Cruise and South Park, where he's like, Tom Cruise, get out of the closet. I was just standing here, and Tom Cruise locked himself in the closet. And I asked myself, why won't Tom Cruise just come out the closet? Wow, wow. He's 5'7". Yeah, he's 5'7". He's a short stack. You know, they, so they, get, they make, <laughs> the way they film it is like they film some scenes where the girls, either he's on a platform or like wearing platform shoes or the girls like bending down or that they just use cheeky angles to make him look less short. Right. That's super stardom. Right. Like that, that is, that is super. We're not going to cast a tall guy. We're going to cast short ass Tom Cruise and just make everyone else feel small. <laughs> That's like, we, That's don't, we don't give a fuck that you're tiny, bro. We're going to put you in this shit or he's just going to put himself in it. Tom Cruise is such a weird guy, bro. He got so deep with like Scientology and shit. So, City. Yeah, I don't I don't even know like where to begin with that whole thing, but yeah, we're gonna play this little Tom Cruise rant from the Mission Impossible set right now. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us! Because they believe in us and what we're doing! I'm on the phone with every studio at night! Insurance companies! Producers! And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And if I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever do it again. That's it! No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their f***ing homes because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. That's what I sleep with every night.
Is it understood? If I see it again, you're gone. And so are you. So you're going to cost him his job. And I see it on the set, you're gone. And you're gone. That's it. Am I clear? Do you understand what I want? Do you understand the responsibility that you have? Because I will deal with your reason. And if you can't be reasonable, and I can't deal with your logic, you're fired. That's it. That is it. I trust you guys to be here. <laughs> we'll make. We'll put him in the in the image. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, he's definitely Tom Cruise is definitely gonna be <laughs> one of the yeah. one of the things in the image. If I can make him with like a Santa hat or something, <laughs> bro, he's Stewie's he's Stewie's boy. Oh my god, that's a good so one. Funny. You should watch it. You think Tom Cruise? Um, do do Scientologists celebrate Christmas? I don't even know what a Scientologist is. Honestly, I don't really know that much about it either. I know it's kind of. I mean, no discrimination towards any Scientologists that are listening to this. I don't know what's going on. Dude, one thing I, I meant to mention when we were talking about Christmas traditions. Yeah. Let's hear it. Um, you know, I love I love Christmas music. I think it's great. Um, do one you, thing I, do I'm really, not do a fan of. Do you really of, think it's great? I like it. Like I don't I don't play it all the time. Like, but when it's right, on, right? But on would Christmas, you play like, it out of Would you play it out of season? Only like a couple songs, maybe. The fact that you wouldn't play it out of season makes me think it's not that great. Well, I don't hate it, you know, but what I do hate is like the super slow ones that like just put me to sleep. And what I even hate more than that is the slow ones done by country artists. Yeah, anything done by a country artist. (laughs) I love country. I think it's great. But the Christmas slow country, my dad was playing it the other day, and I, oh my, I was, I was losing in FIFA, and I was hearing this slow country, and I was so frustrated like, over nothing. Dad, over nothing. Dad, turn off the turn off the fucking music. I'm playing FIFA. <laughs> I can't focus when you got the stupid slow country Christmas song on, Dad. <laughs> I'm playing FIFA. Oh my God. I couldn't stand it. I don't know. That's just something that grinds I, my gears. I can't stand this. It grinds my gear. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why I thought of it? Because I found out two days ago that Kenny Chesney is only 5'6". <laughs> What's up with all these famous small people? <laughs> Kenny Chesney and Tom Cruise just, just hanging be, they out. They should be best friends. <laughs> they should be. They would make each other feel normal. <laughs> I mean, we're we're assholes talking because we're both plus six feet. You know, like you're like what, six five? Yeah. And I'm six four, so we're you know, we're just, you know, we're just a couple of six five guys hanging out, <laughs> talking about. Um. Yeah, dude, Tom Cruise is crazy. He's definitely going to the cover image of this. But yeah, those are some good Christmas traditions, except for the shitty, the shitty country. Christmas music. All right, are we gonna are we gonna do this? Are we gonna get into the first Mount Rushmore in a long ass time? Are we gonna do? Dude, I'm ready. The Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. Let's get it a round of applause. Bringing the Mount Rushmore back. Great idea. Great ideas all around. Um, should we? How do you want to do? Who like who goes back. first? Yeah. Um. Okay, I'll think of a number. Honest, honest, Abe. Honesty between swear one and God. two. You swear, swear. I trust you, bro. I, I trust you. All right. So between one and two, and you pick. Let me think first. Let me think which All one right. I want. This is a tough one. This is. A, I gotta think too. What I'm gonna go with. Okay, I got my number. And All I'm right, holding it up right here, and I'll move it into the camera when, once once you say it. Okay, give me a second, just because I need to think about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, it's such a tough decision. You know, I know this is one of those things where I'm going to look back on in life and be like, did I make the right call there? Right. You'll, right? you'll find out soon. That's what it's all about. I am going to go with the number two. 
Oh, bro. It's a oh, one. no, it's a one, man. <laughs> you know why I got it wrong? I, I, was, I wanted to say two because uh, 2% of America is Jews. And I was like, oh, pick two. We talked about that earlier. But then I was like, no, because it's a Jewish thing. Don't fucking pick it, bro. Talk about Christmas. I should have went with one. Damn it. Oh, all right, Kyle. Kyle, it's all you, man. All right. Start the draft. Man, with the Mount Rush there's so many good ones. Best Christmas movies of all time. There are a lot of good ones. I feel like both of our lists are going to be pretty damn good. I have a hot take on a couple of, of Christmas movies. Um, I'm hoping you pick one so we can talk about it, but I'm definitely not going to pick one. Yeah, let's do some analysis after each pick. How about that? Um, man, it's tough. Do I want to do I want to start with a, with a, with an old classic, or do I want to start with everyone's favorite? I think I'm going to take Elf. Ah. Pretty and much it, almost everyone's favorite. So you went with everyone's favorite. Yeah, that, that would have been my first pick too. I mean, Will Ferrell at his best in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's really good. And every year we, we do watch it every year, every Christmas Eve usually. Right. So that's like another it, tradition. It's Will Ferrell for everyone. I feel like people of all ages love Elf. Right. Agreed. Uh, Damn, good. So good we're pick. we're in consensus. Good pick. Nice. We're in consensus. That's that's what I would have taken number one. Um, number two, I think, is a movie that a lot of other people love too, though, and it's it's close to my heart because it is also a Chicago movie. Um, mm. I'm gonna go with Home Alone. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. What do you think about that? What do you think about that pick? Um, I like it for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Um, which I will get to on my next turn. <laughs> We're not going to talk that? about it right now, but <laughs> I think that's a good pick. I think Home Alone is like another one of those movies where it's universally beloved. Um, and. Uh, yeah, what's not to like? Home Alone created a whole franchise. Yeah, we actually watched it last night. I I enjoy it thoroughly. That's all. That's all I have to say on the matter at the moment. All right, and are we doing a snake draft? Do I get the next pick as well? Yeah, you do. You sure do, buddy. <laughs> I sure do, buddy. All right, I am gonna take. Now here's the thing. Part of me wants to take something that I feel like you will take, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that I can steal that from you. But I'm actually going to take something that I know you won't take because it's kind of up in the air whether this is actually a Christmas movie. But it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And that Die, is Hard. Die Hard. I knew it. I knew it. Die Hard <laughs> with Bruce Willis and Hans Gruber. Um, <laughs> hello, cowboy. <laughs> That's my impersonation. Um you know, yeah, dude. I, I just, I've I heard, loved, I love Die Hard. I think it's one of, the, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Is it a Christmas movie? Isn't it? Is it not a Christmas movie? You know, Bruce Willis is on the record saying it's not a Christmas movie, and the director yeah. is on record saying it is a Christmas movie. And I think of it as a Christmas movie, and I just love it. You know, it's nonstop action. Bruce Willis saying like corny lines into a walkie-talkie. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> You know, I for the past like four or five years, I've I've heard this discussion. You know, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And I've actually never seen it. I've only <laughs> seen bits and pieces of it. And you know, I was thinking about putting it on my list, but I can't put it on the list. So I've never seen it. You cannot put a movie you have not seen on your list. That would be dishonest, Kyle. That would be exactly. academic dishonesty. <laughs> exactly. So I. But I think I have to watch it. And every year for the past four, I've like, I gotta watch Die Hard. In my head. bro, you would you would love it. You would love it, dude. You know what I'm saying, dude. Though. Dude, I know you. If there's anything I know about Kyle Stout, it's that he would love Die Hard. <laughs> awesome. So I'll, I'll put that on the list. Maybe tonight. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe who never. Who, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I think it's probably All gonna right. take you to date someone who's obsessed with Die Hard in order for you to watch the movie. You think? Or I just force you to watch it at one point when we're together. 
All right, so my turn, yeah? Yep, second and third pick. All right, so I'm going to go with the classic, A Christmas Story. That is a classic. That's what I was debating between going first or second, because I, I really like that one. It's a classic. You know, it's always on TV. That's a classic. About- I don't know if we said that yet, but it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally on TV, I think, every single day. You can find it somewhere. You know, yeah. throughout the month of December. Um, so I'm taking that. Then, for my third pick, which relates to your first pick, uh-huh. I was actually having a talk with my boys the other day. You know, we were having a couple brews with the boys. Having a talk with, with the boys. boys. And I'm going to take Home Alone 2. Wow. You're going for a sequel. This guy's getting all the heavy hitters. Because we, what we were saying was, hot take, Home Alone 2 may be even better than Home Alone 1. Is that because of the inclusion of the pigeon lady? It's part of it. But, like, also, you know, this kid out and about in the city, you know, doing his thing, you know, now that meets Donald Trump. Is that one set in New York? Yeah. See, I relate closer. I, I like the fact that he's just the like Chicago. a suburb of Illinois. Um the right. first one and i just think you know it's the original but home alone 2 yo it's great it's a it's a good movie yeah and like the part where where the guy comes in the room but he puts the the movie on yeah say yeah. hello to my little friend i don't think that that's what goes? he says but yeah oh. he goes, <laughs> keep the change you filthy animal oh yeah 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 that's it you're Clearly thinking of scarface stuff. which is yeah. also a really good christmas movie <laughs> Yeah, so I got a Christmas um, story in Home Alone too. Wow. Those are good. You're leaving me. See, I wasn't going to choose either of those. And so now you're leaving me with a really, really tough decision. Because I mm. have three. I honestly thought that you were going to take some. Like, I made a list right before this that I think, in my opinion, were the best Christmas movies. And I figured that you would take some of them. But the only movie you've taken from that list is Elf. So now I have to make a pick, like... What do I I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to hear what the. Well, can you say now? What are you? What are you deciding between? Sure, I can. Um, I'm deciding between The Grinch. Uh huh. Polar Express. Oh my goodness! How did I not think of that one? Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. And the night before. See, I have those all on my list except for Polar Express, which I cannot believe. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. So you know what? But, I am going to go with what? But you have these two picks in a row here, so you're going to close out your team. You know? No, I'm, I'm done. This is my fourth pick. Is it? You have three and four left, no? I went home alone, die hard. Is that all I've picked? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so easy. Alright, I'm gonna go with the Grinch and the Polar Express. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. Alright, that's Um, all you. I can't believe I I didn't think of Polar Express. That's such a good one. It was on TV yesterday and I I started watching it. I was like, man, this is a classic. I hope I picked this. Yeah, that's good. Um, I like the Grinch as well. Now, the, the... the old Grinch or the new Grinch? All right, here's my thing. This might ruffle some feathers. I think the Jim Carrey Grinch is the better Grinch. The new one? D- define new one because there was a new Wait, one made I'm... like in 2018. Right. I'm talking about the one that was made in like 2002. And then okay. there's like the old animated cartoon like from like the 70s or something. No, no, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm thinking of like the Grinch with Jim Carrey in 2002 or three or something where he's, uh, you know, being a crazy yeah. bad man. I like he's that one as well. Raw onions in a cave. <laughs> Isn't the original Grinch only like 30 minutes or something like that? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wait, your mic, your mic just got all robotic. Say that again. Isn't the original Grinch only like 30 whoa, minutes? Whoa, 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 whoa. Your mic 
is robotic, bro. Can Try you hear me now? Again. Oh, I can hear you now. Go ahead. Isn't isn't the original Grinch only like thirty minutes? Yeah, I think the original cartoon's like pretty pretty freaking short, dude. The Jim Carrey Grinch, I'll tell you, there are so many good jokes that will go over like a kid's head. Yeah. Like, just like you know, smart, funny things that are you know kind of silly and goofy. But like as a kid, I definitely didn't notice them. But I watched it recently with Hope and my brother, like a week ago, and I was like, this is still a very funny movie. Right. Um, I'm with you. Two good picks. All right. Two two good picks. So that's my. We'll we'll go over my team at the end. What's your last pick, buddy? So Final my pick. last. The last two I have that I'm considering on my list are. A Charlie Brown Christmas. And. One I like, but I don't think is too popular. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I actually watched that this past week, too. Do you like that one? I think it's kind of overrated, to be honest. I like it, I, but I, I'm not going to pick it because I don't think a lot of people really like it as much as a Charlie I don't think Brown people, Christmas. Yeah, I, don't, I think Charlie Brown Christmas like hits home for more people. Mm-hmm. I think, that, I think uh, Christmas Vacation, I don't think our generation has really gravitated towards it as much like if you were right if our if our listeners were like 30 years old 35 years old i think a lot of people would be like you're crazy if we're not having christmas vacation right i also think uh there are just so many stories of chevy chase being a huge asshole <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just like fuck that fuck that guy yeah sure <laughs> you're like, yeah <laughs> Yeah, okay, bro. <laughs> Let me just take that Chevy Chase poster down in my room. <laughs> I hate you. But yeah, so I'm going to go with Charlie Brown Christmas. So I'm, I'm going to close I out here with... I think that's the right pick. With Elf, um, Home Alone 2, A Christmas Story, and Charlie Brown Christmas. Very good. And my list was Home Alone 1, Die Hard, The Grinch, the Polar Express. Those are two very good lists. I'm excited to see this poll, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I honestly think I think you have like full honesty. I think you have the the best player, Elf, but I elf. think I have the better team. It's an attention grabber. It is. People but I love think elf. Polar Express our generation loves. You know what this all it, it it came down to the number pick. You know, you you should have went with one and then <laughs> Not only would you have Elf, but I would have forgot Polar Express and you have them both. That's very true. If I had gotten Elf and Polar Express, this shit would be a fucking wrap. <laughs> and I know that Die Hard probably isn't going to get me a ton of votes, but I couldn't not pick it. You know, you got to be true to yourself. You have to be true to yourself. Just like you had never seen Die Hard, so you can't pick that. Right. You know, I've never seen A Christmas Story. Really? That's one of those movies where I don't feel like it's good enough for me to watch and enjoy and also not be someone who really is a huge like Christmas celebrator. Yeah. Like Die Hard, anyone can enjoy that movie. Elf, anyone can enjoy that movie. Like Home Alone, anyone can enjoy that, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel like A Christmas Story is more like deeply seated in Christmas because it's like a retro film. I feel you. That makes sense. Maybe I'm wrong. One thing. I I don't know. I haven't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that I I was hoping you'd pick someone to talk about was Rudolph. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That one? Like, yeah, like the original one. Yeah. I cannot stand watching (laughs) that. Kyle Stout's Mortal Enemy, Rudolph. (laughs) It's not. It's nothing to do. Like I, I love Rudolph. I love the reindeer. But the what do you call that? Is it like claymation stop, or what? stop stop stop, stop motion? motion animation? Yeah, man, it, it creeps me out. It is. Uh, yeah. If it's not done right, and it's like you know, it, it can be a little creepy with like these little talking like clay figurines. Um, and honestly, I, 
I, I didn't have a problem with it, but I think when I was a kid and then Heat Miser showed up and he was doing the whole stop motion thing. Yeah. I, it just struck a struck a chord in me that I never really liked. Hey man. I get that. But it's man. it's popular. When I say I don't like Rudolph Red Nose, everyone's like, well, you It is Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Hey, what is <laughs> You fucking don't like Rudolph, bro? Get the fuck out of here. Yo, what is that thing? I've heard this phrase. What is Burger Meister Meister Burger from? I have no idea. You have, does it, is it, am I just like saying gibberish right now? Let me That's a thing. Burger Meister Meister Burger. Yeah, it's, it's coming up here. It's from. Oh, it's from that movie. It's from Rudolph the Red. Okay, he's the main antagonist. Yeah, that guy's fucking creeps me out too. Look at him. What the hell is that? Yeah, bro. He he is he's a scary motherfucker. He's uh, Burger Burger Meister Meister Burger. What a terrible name too. I wouldn't be afraid oh, and, of that. Oh, look at Heat Miser and Oh, jeez, dude. Creeps me out. I'm looking at these. I, and the I, ginger I elf. Oh, man. I don't even know what the plot of this movie is. What what happens? Who's the Heat Miser? Who's the Snow Miser? Dude, I haven't watched in so long. Creeps me out. But I, I do, in the, I looked it up, images, and here's a meme. It's Joe Biden. Just call me Burger <laughs> Meister Meister Burger. Joe Biden. What a good Burger one. <laughs> yeah, good meme. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, what is, what is the, I guess Heat Miser could be, like, fucking, who are the villains? Who are the bad guys? I think Heat Meister is a villain because he's trying to, like, Wait, it's saying here, Burgermeister Meisterburger died and became the Heat Miser? Is that the truth? <laughs> I have never fucking seen this movie. I have no idea. Heat Miser. Oh, oh, dude, and the, oh, the Snow Miser is creepy as fuck, too. Oh, I hate all these Meisen Weisenheimers. Dude, look up. What? Do you know what the Snow Miser looks like? Look them up. Tell fucking you what, Meister Burger, I'm not going to lie, sounds kind of like a Jewish name. <laughs> and I think that's pretty fucked up that they made him the villain. <laughs> he is the grouchy, fun-loathing fun mayor and essential dictator of Sombertown, a mountainous Germanic town located near Tonta Kringle's home. They definitely were like, they're so, like, let's make this, like, Jewish German guy, the mean villain mayor. He's got a fucking big nose, too. Are you kidding me, bro? This is fucking I've never thought anti about Semitic that. I've never thought about that. Dude, can you please look up Snow Miser right now? Yeah, dude. Snow Miser looks like a creep. He also looks like a pedophile. <laughs> he looks like if, like, Iceman from the X Men aged 50 years. And, and became a pedophile. That's what Snow Miser looks like. God, Heat, Miser lo- Heat Miser looks like Danny DeVito if he, he dyed his hair <laughs> orange and uh, also was a criminal. So SD if there was a Kluger, if there was a modern Rudolph, a, a, a modern Danny Rudolph, DeVito would be Heat Miser. I would cast Danny DeVito's Heat Miser. Who would you? I'm cast getting as? Jim Carrey vibes. From the snow, snow miser. miser, I I totally see that the the lanky the lankiness yeah. of the character yeah it's probably mm-hmm. very uh, whimsical as well. Burger Meister Meister Burger, apparently they're aiming for like a big mean Jewish guy, so maybe they could go with my dad. <laughs> Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. Or the fields we go, laughing all the way. The bells on bobtail ring, they make our spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh.